0: In your mind, for you and variety. I'm trying to decide from the look in your eyes, yeah, yeah. I mean, besides, but your feelings inside you, I'm on my mind. And
1: Ladies my and gentlemen, babe. episode 21, baby. This is Inside the RV. Yes, sir. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing well. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Inside the RV. This is a podcast about entrepreneurship, work ethic, self-development, and becoming the best version of yourself. You're joined by your two lovely hosts. Back mm-hmm. again, 21 episodes in. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Jacob Moore. And
0: I'm Ryan Ramirez, and we are two bearded men. We're, and that's all. That's Thank it. you for listening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're two bearded men. That was
0: the message we wanted to get across, and we're good. Two bearded men
1: who are also an artist and artist-manager duo yes. in the music industry. How freaking cool is that? Yeah, just kidding. So, we're, just, we're tooting our own horn here, but we are an artist and artist-manager duo. Ryan is the artist, I am the artist-manager, and together we are trying to take over the music industry, and we're having a bit of a self-development... You know, self improvement journey along the way. So, we're out here sharing it with you guys. Last episode, we had an awesome guest on the man, Don Julio. We got a couple more guests coming, but today we're going to kind of jump back in to some things that hopefully resonate with you guys. And one thing I want to talk about right off the bat is that you are in control of your life Mm -hmm. and you need to do what you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying do what you want. Like, I don't care. I'm saying you need to go out and do what you want to do Mm -hmm. with your life, Mm -hmm. okay? You've only got one life. It doesn't matter how old you are. doesn't matter how young you are or what field you're in or what degree you have or how big or small your network is or whatever it is. If you have a vision in your mind of a thing that you want to achieve, you owe it to yourself, to go and achieve that, Mm. okay? We're we're very blessed to to be alive. We're very blessed to have resources. I say it all the time. If you can listen to this podcast, you can do anything, and that's no bullshit, and I don't want to hear the fuckery about it either because Mm. you have access to the internet. That's what that means. That means you have access to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You got a $1,000 phone in your pocket or you're driving a car and you're listening to it. You have the technology, you have the resources, and you can go and do it, okay? I'm very passionate about this because... All it takes is that first step. All it takes is that initial action or that initial first step or whatever it is. Maybe you put put that flyer up for that thing that you want to host or you reach out to that one person. It could take a phone call to spark this journey. This, you know, this entrepreneurial journey, this journey towards success, and Ryan and I have done it. And was it a little weird at first? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you you have the imposter syndrome, which we talked about earlier. All these things happen. Sometimes you feel like shit. You got all the fluctuations and the good and the bad. But the bottom line is that. I have never been more fulfilled Mm -hmm. in my life going out and doing whatever the hell I want. Ryan and I don't make a ton of money off, you know, this. He's an independent artist. We're doing this out of an RV. Mm -hmm. It's cool, but at the same time, it's like we're doing this out of an RV, you know, the podcast and everything. And I just think it's important to get that across because I think in the midst of the social media, the influencers, all this shit you hear, things you hear from your parents. And that's another thing that I want to get into, too. It's like you need that reminder. And Ryan Ramirez and Jacob Moore are here to tell you, cut the bullshit. If there's something that you want to do, go out and do it. You can't give a fuck what your friends think. If your friends want to sit around and they don't want to support what you do, you need to find some new friends. Okay? Because those people aren't friends. They're not supporting you. And Ryan's Ryan's smirking right (laughs) now because he knows all about that. And I know about that and it's can you go in on that for a second
0: i just it's just well first of all if you don't do what you want you'll never like what you said be fulfilled yeah like what you said too like you know there have been hard times and everything that we've gone through and everything but look you're, you're always gonna have hard times in your life no matter who you are mm-hmm. that's just life that's just how it is but imagine if you're doing what you love to do those hard times they still happen but you're still gonna be fulfilled so there's like this um, that emptiness is is filled with with what you love to do, and that's like the most important part. Cause, and it kind of makes the hard times like kind of kind of fun in a way because it's almost yeah. like a journey. It's like oh, like the, oh, there's a bump. Like how can I overcome this? And it becomes like a fun little journey that you are trying to one up one up yourself on. So definitely doing what you want is um, super important. Um, touching up on like the friends thing, I think that's like even you, you you're smirked because you know it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I think that is probably one of the most important things that i've learned so far because the moment that i surrounded myself well first i think what i did was i isolated myself for a minute Mm -hmm. i took away everybody Mm -hmm. and i kind of started from scratch in a way okay like out of like uh like a little bit out of high school i was like you know what i'm not really super good friends with anybody besides you but like anybody like but I, i took a step back and i was like i'm gonna isolate myself in this rv you know, just watch YouTube videos, l- study the people that I wanted to study. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like was around my family and like minimal people just really going after like, and just getting really good at my craft. And then from there, once I started getting good at what I did and becoming more confident, then I started rebuilding like relationships with new people. So like, I kind of, I kind of saw high school as like, a okay, this is a phase that's over the, all these people like, like they're, they're just out of my life. I just kind of saw it that way. Um, with a few exceptions or whatever, but I think, um, it's better to, it could be hard, especially when, you know, there's a lot of people in your life that have been there for you for all the years, but you kind of go in a different direction with your life because you want something different and they're not very supportive or they're negative or whatever it is. But I think that's why it's, it might be a little bit easier to like, just isolate yourself from everybody. Like kind of what you did on Instagram, like I just muted everybody, like, you know, just kind of like start from scratch in a way. I think that's a little bit better.
1: Look, look. If you're still giving a fuck about what people thought from high school think about you, you you have an ego and you're worried that it's going to get damaged and you're 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 you know whatever years old you're driving around and you think that that hot girl from high school or whatever still gives a fuck about you or is or is going oh my god you're posting that on Instagram this person's doing this this person's doing that i'll tell you from experience cuz that was me for a long time but i've come to realize that you got to take a step back and look at your day to day my day to day is that i don't talk to like pretty much anyone from high school except Mm. my core, core group, which is Ryan and maybe four other dudes. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Everybody else, all the other shit, these are things that you are creating in your own mind. You're putting your own fucking barriers up in your mind because you have this ego that you don't want to bruise and you're protecting it and you're going, oh, I was cool with that person. I was cool with this person it doesn't fucking matter what those people think about you. They're not the ones that are putting dollars in your pocket. Yeah. They're the people that you saw across the hall in in high school, and it doesn't matter. If everybody would stay in their own lane and focus on getting their own money and not give a shit what everybody else was thinking, first off, we'd have a lot more people who are really successful and driven and committed to achieving things, and people would probably be a lot less emotionally fragile mm-hmm. and susceptible to breaking down when they hear negative things from people that they may have had a relationship with. So... It's one of those things where you really got to zoom out and look at the reality of life. How many people are you talking to in, uh, in an average day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever that number is, okay? Then ask yourself... Should I care what these people think? Why or why not? The reality is that you probably only have two, three, four people whose opinions really matter. And here's here's the thing about opinions. I, I even said this in one of the first episodes. I remember because I posted it on Instagram. Everybody is a fucking critic. Yeah. Everybody's going to try to give you advice. I was walking with my friend Hunter today. We were, <clears throat> we were hiking in Laguna. Shout out my boy Hunter. We were having this conversation and I was like, we were, we were talking about when people give like an Uh, I don't know if unsolicited is the right word, but when people... Without asking? Is that what you're trying to say? uh, Okay, yes. Like, give you advice without you asking? Yeah, so people who go out of their way to give advice and to be like, no, 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 what's going on? Let me talk to you. Mm -hmm. Here's my opinion. That person is feeding their own ego, thinking that they have enough information about you to give a well-informed opinion about your situation. Hunter and I were saying that, like, the example is, okay, let's say you're at work or whatever, and you have that cool work homie, right? You guys are cool at work. They maybe don't know a ton about you. You don't know a ton about them or whatever, but you guys getting to work, you're cool. Maybe you'd hang out outside of work. Maybe, probably not. Yeah. If you go and you start venting a bunch of shit to them just because you're quote unquote comfortable with them, just being comfortable in someone's presence doesn't grant them permission to access your emotions and give their opinion because it's probably not, not even a valid opinion mm-hmm. on the shit that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what that is going to do is when you seek out opinions from people who aren't informed or in the same lane as you or who aren't pursuing the same thing or who just just have a different mindset completely, but they're trying to validate their opinion by saying, you know, by, oh, we're cool, whatever, I'll give you advice, whatever. First off, if people give an unsolicited opinion, like what you're saying, Ryan— that person's definitely feeding their ego because they think that they're in the place to give you an opinion, Mm -hmm. okay? Second off, you're only fucking up your own record because now you're taking advice that probably doesn't work. Yeah, It's not the right person to listen to. You need to be selective with the people that you listen to. You need to be selective. There's a healthy level of selfishness in life, Mm -hmm. okay? And I've said it before, there's a healthy level of selfishness. As you exit high school, I think the most crucial like years of your life are probably from maybe eighteen to twenty-two. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can agree you you exit s- school when you're eighteen. Most people do, and life completely changes. A lot of people go to college. A lot of people go straight into a trade, into a job. A lot of people move. People die. Whatever it is, eighteen to twenty-two is probably the most life-changing years of your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, <sighs> I just ran out. Of yeah, breath. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I just ran out of breath. So. These, these years are so crucial for setting the foundation and the building blocks to being successful later in life and continually. It's a molding period, right? You got to look at your brain and your body and your mind and your spirit as a piece of clay. And when you come out of the womb, it's super moldable. Mm-hmm. Childhood trauma, mm-hmm. all these crazy things happen. You're a wet piece of clay and you slowly, slowly harden up. By the time you're like 23, 24, 25, you're going to be set in your ways. Mm-hmm. You're, you're that hard, tough piece of clay. So, that last chance that 18 to 22 and i'm not saying people can't change right yeah. you can throw water you harder. can throw water on the clay mm-hmm. and people can change I, it, it is more difficult though yeah. but you're solidifying your mindset in those years and i'm talking about it like this because we're we're, we're 23 you mm-hmm. just turned 23 mm-hmm. you know i'm about to turn 24 december 17th holla at me Shoot yeah, me, yeah. Shoot, shoot <laughs> me some venmo at jacob Moro 7 um And I feel like this is relevant to a lot of people that I know. And it's like, look, dude, like you have these crucial years in your life right now where you need to go out and do the shit that you want to do. And now you're letting yourself get stuck in this weird ass loop where, and it's not even that weird because it's probably normal for most people where you care so much about what other people think that it kind of blinds you to going and doing what you really want. You feel like you have to fit a mold. You're not molding yourself now. Other people's are molding your own mindset and your opinion. To get back to the main topic, what you need to do is figure out truly what what are some things that I enjoy, that I am passionate yeah. about, that I want, that I can make money through. Because the reality is that money is fucking important. Money makes the world go round. and people that say that money isn't important are going to be broke for the rest of their lives and they're full of shit. So, were you going to say? No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so, okay. Sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll wait D- for did it. you disagree? No, no, no. <laughs> so, oh, God, lost my train of thought.
0: <laughs> I feel like one of the the worst pieces of advice I've gotten from multiple people. Which I don't know, I don't know if it's the worst piece of advice, but you can take it the wrong way, okay. and that people say your 20s should be the best years of your life, and you should live them. And I think a lot of people take that as like I need, I can, I'm gonna party and go to clubs every weekend. I'm gonna blow all my money. I'm gonna meet chicks. I'm gonna hook up with as many chicks as I can. I can, you know, whatever it is, like just like living like a young party life. And I think that, I mean, it depends on what you want, like what you're saying, but I think. Deep down, everyone wants to be successful in their own way, um, and it's it's tough because I think people really take that that term to heart, and they think like, oh, let me just my 20s, my one chance, like to be young, and I only get one life. But it's like you can use you can do that, or you can use your 20s wisely and really nurture your nine your mindset and your work ethic to set yourself up for 50 p- plus years of your life, like killing it and doing and doing what you want later in life. And I and I realize too, like. If I I'm not saying like I, I didn't go out to parties this like we've been to parties we've been to clubs or whatever we are super popular okay yeah <laughs> um, but I would say I would say it was it was more minimal minimal I think the work side of things definitely outweighed that but it's like I realize I realized probably in the last two years like I can go in that route with my 20s and like really live it out and just like not give a fuck and just do whatever I want to do or I can sacrifice for the most part. Uh, my 20s especially my early 20s to develop my craft develop my mindset develop who I who I want to be and set myself up for success so when I get successful and I'm like 40 or 50 or whatever and I have my family and I'm successful like I could do what I want for the rest of my life because mm-hmm. I set myself up to win to and to continuously win throughout my life instead of scrambling at like 32 years old like trying to figure out what I want to or how am I gonna do what I'm gonna do basically what I'm doing right now, like, I'm, not, I didn't want to wait till I was 32 to, to get started with what I'm doing right now, so it's, like, you know, I don't know, I, th- I think that, that's definitely, like, a, a tough piece of advice to, uh, to take into consideration, you know? It's the truth, and you reap what you sow. Yeah. You reap what you sow,
1: and the biggest thing is that people don't, people dwell on the future, mm-hmm. and people create scenarios of how their future wants to be, but But for the most part, people don't take a realistic viewpoint of how the world works Mm -hmm. and they don't intertwine that with how they can act in order to leverage how the world works and the resources that they have to be successful in the long term. Right now, like what Ryan was saying is – i think these are see people misconstrue that yeah these are the best years of your life life go get fucked up have a baby do whatever the hell you yeah. want you're 20 it doesn't matter okay right now you're probably probably the most physically fit you're gonna be without having to really try mm-hmm. you have a lot of energy you're an adult you're in your 20s you can make decisions for yourself you know that there are certain opportunities and ways to get money why the fuck would you not in your physical prime and for some people their mental prime they're in college whatever their mind is working they're able to absorb tons of information and spit it back out and memorize all these things why would you not leverage being in what could be you know your prime and i hate to say that i i, I think i should use a different word than prime because i always tell myself i want to level up yeah. like i like I, when i'm i'm about to turn 24 when i'm 34 i want to be able to fuck 24 year old jacob up in all aspects Yeah, 100%. you know what i'm saying yeah. so i don't want to say that that it's in your prime but you are in an optimal situation to really set so yourself up to win exactly yeah you nailed it you nailed it. And so here's one thing that I want to talk about about choosing something and doing what you want to do. So we've talked about all this shit. I had a conversation with...
0: Well, let me... Re- before you go into that, okay, hold okay. that thought. I want to go off of what you just said and re- and relate it to the whole surrounding yourself with your friends thing because... Okay. It's way easier to, to choose that lifestyle of, like, I'm going to go in and, like, work towards my passion in my early 20s when you don't have a bunch of people around you that are, are not doing that. So that's why, like, I, I would say, dude, like, it's, it's, it's probably way easier for me, not because I disciplined myself to do that, but because, but because I don't really hang out with people that do that. Cause I, I, I stepped away from there early on and I hang out with cats, like cats, people like you or like Khalil or, um, you know, Jacob Martinez or whoever, like who's in our circle that are all trying to get it and like level up in life. That's why like most of them, like, I feel like most of the people in my life are like in their thirties or like people we work with are in their thirties. Like everyone's in their thirties that I know because like they passed that whole, phase of like you know i'm saying Mm -hmm. and i just connect with them because we're on that same level of like mindset wise in a way Mm -hmm. and so i feel like when you isolate yourself from those people it's way easier to like Mm -hmm. and it doesn't even feel like i'm sacrificing anything because it's like i'm having fun doing this with these people so i don't know that's the way i look at it well you said something earlier and you said
1: when you fail but you're doing something you love it's, it's it's like fun right yeah like okay if you fail at something you hate, it's going to be a thousand times worse because yeah. you already don't like what you're doing. And now on top of that, you have to face the reality mm-hmm. that you're failing at what you hate doing. Mm-hmm. It's like a double kick in the fucking nuts or the badge or whatever you got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so why would you not put yourself in a position and or try as hard as you fucking can to put yourself in a position because all people can do what they want to put yourself in a position to where you love things so much that the failures are just, like, speed bumps. Yeah. Like, that's what we do. Like, yeah, like, I have a day job. Ryan's got a day job. Like, we support ourselves, and we do that kind of stuff. But, like, my main thing is being a music manager, you know, and your main thing is being an artist. And so even the failures that come along with that, like, I would rather, I would rather struggle as a music manager making pretty much nothing right now than have a 9-to-5. And I could get a 9-to-5. I, I have a great resume and great experience in business, and I could go get a 9-to-5 and make good money. Yeah. But... I'm I'm sacrificing that to do this because I know that the failures are going to be horrible in what I don't love, but the wins are going to be insane in even, what I do love.
0: Yeah, and even the failures, bro. Like I feel like the times that I get knocked down, like I feel like I'm in a Rocky movie. Like I feel like I'm yeah. Rocky. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I because I'm doing I'm in line with my purpose uh-huh. and like what I love to do, I feel like when I get knocked down, like that's just part of the story. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to be Rocky Balboa. Yeah. You know whatever that means, but like yeah. to me, like because I, I I see a lot of myself in Rocky as he was like the underdog, mm-hmm. whatever. I see myself as an underdog, mm-hmm. but who mm-hmm. just like kept getting up to like despite what happens or whatever. But I feel like the failures become more of like a um what's the word I'm trying to say? Like it's just like it kind of pumps me up in a way because I'm like oh like th- this is gonna it's gonna be a better win. Like what you said, the win's mm-hmm. gonna feel super good mm-hmm. after this, yeah. and I'm gonna look back and be like t- to the next kid. Look yeah. what I just overcame. You can do that too, you know? Well, it,
1: so we actually had a whole episode about this guy. I forget what number it is, but it has to do with the failures versus setbacks, I think is the name of it, of our episode. Go go, go setbacks, yeah. Yeah, go through our shit and look for something that says failures and setbacks or whatever. When you're doing something you love, failures don't exist. Yeah. You never fail. You just have setbacks. Only when you quit. Only you quit. Yeah. Oh my God, my man. Did I just (laughs) still? That's from the no no no. I was gonna say that's from the episode. Yeah, we said that in the episode. But yeah, when you're doing something that you love, you you never have an option to fail. Mm -hmm. There's only setbacks. There is actually one way you can fail when you completely give up. Yeah, and that's so true. Mm -hmm. But the way you perceive it when you're doing something you hate is that you start this negative feedback loop of, oh my God, I hate what I'm doing. The smallest thing happened to me today and that's negative, blah, 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 blah. And then everything just becomes negative and you hate it,
0: mm-hmm. you know? I got 70 likes on my picture. I suck. <laughs> like, this is shit I, I tell myself. Inst- so I get it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I think especially with social media, we all go through that battle, yeah. you know? Like, why did my picture get 30 less likes than it usually does? Like, <laughs> the, Algorithm! am I getting worse? Like, do I suck? Like, do people not like me? It's like, yeah. I don't know. I think that's a battle everyone deals with though. Yeah. One thing that
1: we've talked about before, I think just in our own conversations is like, and you actually brought this to me, this, this subject, you brought it to me a long time ago. And I think just in our conversations, we've expanded on it and that's okay. First off, if you choose what you want to do, Say, like, your parents want you to go to college to do this or that or whatever, but you want to go do this job. I say, fuck it, dude. We, if you don't know what the gig economy is now, we are living in a gig economy. There's a million ways to make money. There's Mm -hmm. independent contracting jobs. There's digital jobs. There's so much shit that you can do. There's lots of ways to make money. Don't worry about making money. If you need money, you will go out and get it. Yeah. I hope that you have the drive to go out Mm -hmm. and do that because everybody has the opportunity to go out and make money, especially Mm -hmm. today with technology. Mm -hmm. So choose what you want to do what you really want to do and guess what give it your all achieve what you wanted to achieve get that certification get that position become an artist sell out the certain amount of tickets and guess what you might find out you didn't really like it yeah and then you know what you do you try something else and you fit, you, you, maybe you do something else. Ryan and I have talked about, he said, hey man, you know, I might turn 30, become a multimillionaire, platinum-selling artist, whatever. I have the house in the hills and everything. And I might wake up one day and go, you know, this isn't as great as I thought. And uh, now I'm just going to be like a songwriter with a publishing deal or something. I'm not going to be like a recording artist. Well,
0: well I, I think I kind of slightly disagree with that in okay. a way because... I think that people take that out of context. I I like I get what you're saying uh-huh. and I do agree, but I think people will take that out of context and think, "Oh, like if nothing happens in 2 years, like it wasn't for me." I wasn't made well, to do this. Well, what I'm saying though is you have to achieve it. Oh, yeah, you, there you have, go. Yeah. You have to achieve yeah. what you
1: said. Like like okay. you you can't uh-huh. give yourself like a 5-year plan or whatever and be like, "Okay, if I don't get this, it's not going to work." Yeah, Because it, you're already setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, right like
0: you probably just haven't done it long enough.
1: Exactly. You know? Exactly. But what you should do is set a goal I mean, I think timelines are good. You should, you should set timelines and stuff. You don't have to be like, no, I'm not going to do this within five years, yeah. or whatever. But when you set a goal, achieve it to its fullest extent. Achieve every single possible thing that you could achieve about it, and then you can sit back. And okay, the reason that I'm saying this is because a lot of people have an issue with committing to something. People yeah. say like, yeah, you know, like I want to work in music, but I just don't know what I want to do. Pick something, achieve it fully. Maybe say, okay, you know what? I want to be a mid-level marketing manager- at one of the big three record labels, Mm -hmm. Sony Universal Warner, okay? Uh, Go out and achieve that. You've set a very realistic goal that you can write down that you know you can achieve and you've got metrics to measure it by. Achieve it. Get hired. Maybe it takes five years. Maybe it takes 10 years. And then once you achieve it, you have the rest of your fucking life to live. Yeah, You can continue doing that position for years till you die. You might say, hey, I've worked this position mm-hmm. for two years now and I don't really like it and uh, I'm now going to set another life goal. But the thing is, you got to choose, dude. Like that's that's what I see in like these people that we say, like we cut out of our circle or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like people have fucking decision fatigue. They don't know what to decide. There, there's no like commitment to one thing. It's like, dude, I have one close friend who has told me multiple times like over the years like I'm going to be this I'm going to do that I'm going to go to school for this I'm going to go do that and it, it's just like he's like stuck in that cycle now mm-hmm. And it's just like, dude, if you would have committed to the thing that you said when we were 18, you would have gotten this certification by now and been doing it for two years, achieved it. And now you could have st- looked in the mirror and said, OK, I achieved that. Yeah. Uh, am I going to keep doing this? Yes or no. But the bottom line is set a goal, achieve it to its fullest extent. And then you'll be able to then through that, you'll build the skills to be successful in the other things you do, too,
0: because yeah. you, you need those skills. So, like, just pick something to, like, get those skills from. Yeah, then you can apply them. Exactly. You yeah. apply them wherever you want after that. Yeah. And yeah. it
1: doesn't- have to be in music or it doesn't even have to be anything entrepreneurial at all you can just say hey i want to make sixty five thousand dollars a year as an entry level or whatever financial analyst i don't know if that's the right (laughs) you know salary or anything Mm -hmm. or whatever all the finance guys are like um sir uh it's actually sixty seven five hundred uh no but like you know what i'm saying so it's like set set that goal, set the realistic goal. It doesn't have to be anything in entrepreneurship. It could be something in entrepreneurship, whatever. But get yourself accustomed to setting real goals mm-hmm. and achieving them fully because that in itself is a skill. I know so many people who like can't set like a, a relatively big goal, like some sort of career goal or work goal or money goal. Like they just can't set it and work towards it because there's so many things in their mind. And I get that, you know, it's like, I say it all the time fuck social media for doing that to our brains and making us want that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, instant gratification yeah. and all that stuff, but yeah man, the bottom line is that you need to really go in on what you want to do and and here's just kind of the last thing, I mean, this might be kind of a short And,
0: and so well, and sometimes too I think like for certain people, you got they got to peel back a lot of layers to really find that thing that that they want to do because society is different people, the family, friends, or whatever, I put so many layers on top of to where it's like when it when they, when they try to say what they really want to do, it's almost like a oh yeah, but that's just like, that's not realistic. Like Bro. it's it's so like it's so like foreign to them that, that it it's just like it's just hidden behind all these layers. Like what I just said. He- so it's like, uh-huh, sorry, I feel sorry. like you just gotta be like, like what's that thing that if if you never met anyone in your life and you were born isolated or whatever, like what's that one thing that like lit you up just thinking about it? Like there's something, for everybody has it in my opinion i I think everyone truly has it okay
1: god i got a million things going through my head i can't forget what i'm gonna say first off to touch on that whatever it is guys you can make money doing anything nowadays in in like the 60s and 70s and shit you couldn't really make money being an artist being like a visual artist today you can you can you know figure something out Maybe get an iPad or draw things by hand. Take a picture of it with your phone or your laptop or whatever. Create a vector file or a digital file of it or whatever. Upload it to Fiverr or, or make an account on Fiverr and offer, you know, writing service, uh, uh, visual art services. There's And, and if so, if someone tells you, I want to be an artist. Like a visual artist, you know, 20 years ago, I'd be like, the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Dude, you're not going to make any money. But today, like if someone told me I want to be an artist, I'd be like, oh, there's a huge market for graphic design. There's a huge market for people that need book covers, album art. We buy album art mm-hmm. from people. Mm-hmm. Well, we did previously, but mm-hmm. now shout out Spencer. Spencer's a fucking man. Dude. Yeah. He's, he kills it. But, um, and we work with him and, um... But yeah, that thing that you think is so foreign in your mind is not really. You can make money doing pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. Think about this. We're doing a podcast out of an RV right now. I can go on our distributor right after this and click a sponsor button. And for every thousand impressions we get on this, we get paid. Mm -hmm. You're telling me that I can go and talk a bunch of shit into a mic and get paid? Mm -hmm. Saying whatever I want? Yeah. Like you can, you, there's literally ways to make money doing everything. So if you're worried about not making money, first off, just look at the way the economy is and the, and the globe is and how things work and how the internet and how the internet has interconnected literally the entire globe. And you can provide, I provide services to people in Israel, dude, mm-hmm. in my day job, like all the time, you know, it's crazy. So there's that. Go ahead, sorry. Okay. I got a couple more yeah, things. I'm sorry. I got a couple more things. So there's number one. Oh, God damn it. What was number two? (laughs) (laughs) Number one, you can make money doing the thing that you thought was unrealistic. Oh, God. What was it? Okay, number two, I'm going to talk back on what you said. When people say like, yeah, I want to do this, but that's just kind of... It's unrealistic. Like, I want to be an artist, but, you know, that's just whatever. The second that you introduce yourself to someone, you're talking to them at the bar or whatever, and and they say, oh, so like, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to be an artist, but... It's just kind of, you know, and you laugh. You just fucked yourself. Yeah, You are killing your own fucking game right there, dude. I, that is the saddest fucking thing. And I know you've met people like that when we go out and shit like that or whatever. And you meet people and they're like, oh man, you're doing music. That's so dope, bro. I want to do that. But, uh, you know, man, I just like yeah oh I, I could do
0: that you know dude like that is a fucking if i only had f- this to if i only have this to help me out if i only knew this person yeah that's a punch in the mouth i have i have a million if i only's that i could say right now yeah but yeah that doesn't stop me it's like you got to find that you know what i mean i don't know um i was gonna say something too in, in the middle of your points but just keep going just keep going
1: <sighs> okay the other thing and this is the hardest thing Guys, you can't give a fuck what your family and friends think yeah okay there's a there's a healthy level of respect between your good friends and your close family, but if your uncle or whoever or even your parents or your sister or whatever, or someone tells you you cannot do something,
0: fuck them if, don't don't if, don't literally fuck them, but I'm saying right now, fuck them if Aunt Linda you see her at the family party and she says, "Oh you're still doing that music oh you're still it's just like.
1: And Linda, yeah, you still got that fucking whack ass weave on your head too, and you're like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can talk all the shit that you want. With Aunt all Linda, re- get out of here. With
0: all due respect, Linda, I'm sure you're a lovely woman, and I'm sure you're just indoctrinated by these these things that society put on you, and you're just relaying it over to you're out of love. I'm sure it's out of love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like there's 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 a better way to find love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn, that's true. And you know what I'm that's saying? True. Like you're gonna love doing what you want to do more than. Than that, yeah. I, I'm, I can't explain what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But you know, you know what I mean. Well,
1: well, okay. People who are going to sit you down and say, look, you need to do something realistic. Those are the people that had their hopes and dreams killed. Yep. Those are the people that had their hopes and dreams killed. And I don't care what anybody says. There are a million rock stars right now who work in business or who work in whatever who wish that they really went in and chose to be a rock star but they decided to do whatever the fuck they wanted to do there's a million people that wanted to be artists millions of people that wanted to be gymnasts and you know uh athletes and whatever it is and Don't let their bad life experience dictate what the fuck you're going to do. Like, why would you let someone else dictate what you're going to do? You're going to live long, well, long, hopefully, past your parents. If you have a problem with a friend or a family member or something, it's fine to say, hey, you know, I don't want to talk to you. You're not in
0: line with my vision or whatever. I just can't. uh, There's there's like this facade. I'll, I'll take music, for example. There's this facade where people think like, Oh, you know, there's millions of people trying to do music but only a few make it. First of all, what does make it even mean? Especially now with the internet, you can literally make you're literally a business as an artist. You can you can create whatever kind, kind of business you want as an artist. You don't have to be an A-list superstar like Ariana Grande to say you made it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a million ways and for two For two what like I don't even know, bro. I just lost my train of thought, but like it's just like there's this facade of thing of like the music industry of like, Oh, if you don't like the only some people make it, but have you ever taken into consideration? Like the millions of other people that are trying to do music aren't going at it every day. They didn't commit they're wish. Most of them are wishy washy with it. They dabble at it and they say they're a musician, but it's like the people who, if you go all in and commit and you don't quit, you I, I'm, I'm dude, I'm like convinced that you are guaranteed to make something out of it. Exactly what you just said, like you got to re- you, you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. in my opinion, the work you put in, you're guaranteed to get results at in some way, yeah, even if it's down the line. That's the thing though, like people will put in like a few years of work at it and stuff like that, and they aren't seeing the results, but they don't know that they're planting little seeds that if they kept going a few more years or however long it was, there's going be there's going to be like a treasure of like shit that of results that like they didn't even see coming and a whole new world is going to open up to them. It could just be one person or like one thing that just like changed everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, dude, I feel like it's like that one story of the people who were digging gold and like they gave up like like a foot away from yeah, the gold yeah, yeah. and someone else came in and like swooped it up. Mm-hmm. But they were one foot away. Mm-hmm. It's like, I really feel like that's how it is in life too. Here, here's another
1: thing just to talk about music specifically. Streaming services and social media allow pretty much an, uh, an artist of pretty much any genre to build a fan base okay mm-hmm. those 150 people that listen to folk hip-hop deathcore or whatever never would have discovered you in the 90s because the radio was playing Alice in Chains and Metallica and there were only a few different platforms for you to get music from right there was like radio and you go to your local record store, and mm-hmm. that's it. Now, music has become so niched down uh, with respect to an artist that any artist of any genre, so, this is predicated on the fact that you're actually putting out good music, engaging with your fans, you, ha- your, 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 you, you take your image seriously, and you're doing stuff, you know, and taking your music c- career seriously, pretty much anyone can go out there and build a fan base because you can reach anyone anyone could doubt da- it, it's it, like I said it's like with radio they were only playing these 10 to 20 artists or whatever. You can go on Spotify and look through the millions of artists now. Mm-hmm. anyone can find any type of music. It has become so granular. And it has become so specific that you can find whatever you like. So if you're discouraged in music, just remember that you can build up your, maybe your version of success in music is you have a hundred thousand monthly listeners on Spotify and you ride that wave for the next 20 years. And you've got this little core fan base that's mainly in, you know, these two countries or whatever, and they like your music for some reason, but that's a reality now. That could be making it yeah, no, that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. That that could be your making it. That, But that's a reality now is it's not so like there's 10 bands and they're all huge, you know? It's like yeah. any artist can build a fan base now. And that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what older people who didn't grow up with streaming services and Instagram and social media and they don't understand the culture of streaming services and social media, they're not the ones going to the clubs, talking about Spotify, following each other on Instagram, using TikTok, baby boomers and people like that. Although they're extremely knowledgeable in some things, you know, we're, we're the ones that understand
0: how social media works and how people interact today. Dude, I would even argue, like, even, like, in the 80s, bro, like, all those hair metal bands and everything, like, they built their audience, like, through live performances in L.A. Yeah. It's, like, they weren't even signed yet, and they had they built audiences. It's the same thing, except it's, it wasn't digital. It's, like, I, I still feel like, you know, people talk about, like, oh, well, before now, before technology, it was harder to you know become like a big artist and everything and it, um, it probably was but i think there was still opportunity in different ways like i'm pretty sure like mötley crue poison all those all those bands like they built their audience like rat rat <laughs> <laughs> um but they built their audience before they even got signed and like they like quote unquote made it like in la or whatever so it's like i don't know this and, yeah and music's
1: very rewarding yeah like 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 you're gonna tell yourself i want to play on the biggest stages whatever whatever dude you're going to go out and play an acoustic set in front of 20 people and be stoked for a week you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah. M- music is very very rewarding like that mm-hmm. and
0: that's one of the awesome things about it 100% yeah that's one of the awesome things and the- and, and this isn't just about music too like it's about anything that you want to do i think we just talk about music cuz we're in it but yeah. it's like and it happens to be one of those like f- like rare things that like people think is like so mysterious and like oh like yeah. only a few people make it or whatever yeah. but it's like I don't know. It it applies to everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. The last thing I want to say is um, fuck what people think, dude. Yeah screw it i was so afraid to like write lyrics and like sing at my house and like write guitar riffs and record music at my am my in my own house mm-hmm. in my little at-home studio at mm-hmm. my house because i was so worried like oh, what if my parents think my singing sucks what if like yeah. what if like these people what if i see somebody at the bar or whatever from high school and they're like what are you up to nowadays like i can't tell them i'm like you're recording stuff or whatever i'm hella proud of what we do yeah. like with the artist manager stuff like with my own musical shit like that i'm still kind of well not really anymore i i was in that phase now i don't give a fuck what anybody thinks but Mm -hmm. i just want to say that like you're the only person holding yourself back Mm -hmm. like unless someone puts a gun to your head and tells you you cannot do this which is not gonna happen you're
0: in control of your life and once you take that leap of like the thing you fear of like you run straight out that fear and you like let's say you start recording and you you stop caring about what people think and stuff like that like okay like for example for me today Um, I used to be so scared of like being in my car and taking a video of myself because I was like, oh my God, like people are going to like walk by and see me and stuff like that. But, but I broke out of that a while back. And ever since then, like today I was filming that video I posted on Instagram today of me, like vibing out to my new song, like lip syncing. Mm -hmm. And like there were cars passing, people passing by and like, I literally did not care. But like once you take, once you, you leap past that, like that wall, like you start to feel so good about yourself, and you, you, like you really feel confident, and like it's a feeling that you'll never want to forget. And once you feel it, I am, I feel so strongly about this. Once you feel it enough, you're never gonna want to go backwards, and it's only gonna inspire you to keep working harder. Yes. So it's 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 crazy. That's what I've experienced. That was epic. <laughs> One thing
1: I want to say about that, you know where it starts. It starts in your everyday life. If yeah. you go to the grocery store and you're like, fuck, fuck, dude. I grabbed one bag of carrots, but it was ripped open. And so I put the other one back. Do you think the lady yeah. saw me? Oh my gosh. You need yeah. to look at your life. Cause I've done shit like that for a long time. Like I went to Trader Joe's yesterday and there was like, there weren't that many people. And I was like, oh dope. There's not that many people. And then I thought to myself, why the fuck does it matter? Yeah. I don't care what anybody thinks. But you
0: know, it's, you know, it's a, uh, you know, it's crazy for me. So uh-huh. when I was working at Target, uh-huh. I was like pretty insecure at that time. Yeah. And so my muscle memory has built it into me that every time I step, it's probably in my head now, but like every time, every time I walk into Target, I feel like that insecurity again. It's crazy. Like
1: that's my favorite store, bro.
0: I love Target, but it's (laughs) like, I still feel like that. I don't know what it is. Like you ever like, um, you ever like go to a place or like a house or something that you felt like shit at, like insecure and you go back there and you feel the same way. Even though like you built that confidence over the, all that time, like like once you enter that environment, like for me, like going back to uh, the house I lived in L- LA too, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I go in that back house, I'm like, oh my God, like the insecurity just like overtakes yeah. me again. But it's like, it's crazy how, how that is to like the muscle yeah. memory. Yeah. But that was kind of off tangent, but. No, no. But yeah. I mean,
1: it's, it's, it's just, it goes into like not giving a shit what people think. Look at your everyday life yeah. and tell yourself like, are you getting like nervous and stuff about what people think when you're going into the gas station to put 20 on the on the pump you know what i'm saying that is something that you need to sit down and reflect on don't let anyone bullshit you and say it's okay if you feel that way it's okay no you need to act like a fucking adult dude yeah you need or- to act like a fucking adult and build some confidence. The people that want to sit there and baby you like that—they're fucking up your life. Don't let some pussy-ass fool come up to you and be like, "If you feel anxious, then that's okay. You just be." A- no, fuck that, dude. As an adult yeah. who wants to be successful in this world, dude, you gotta understand that confidence is everything. Or, or
0: you, or you, or you get scared. You're gonna walk into like your neighborhood Chipotle or whatever because <laughs> you're scared. Like someone, in, someone in high school is gonna see you and yeah. like it's gonna be weird and like you know what I'm saying like yeah, but you know what? Some baller shit is walking in there with your head held
1: high and your chest up and someone looking at you and being like, oh shit, I've been following you on Instagram for the past couple years and I've seen your glow up, dude. And like, you're killing it. Yeah. And like, and you can, and aside from having that online presence, which is like, you know, one thing that's, I think is important is, is you can just radiate that in person too. You know, like that's baller as fuck.
0: Yeah. 100%. That's it, man. That's it. Hey, listen, people. And, 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 and uh, and to go a step further, Uh you know, that's a cool little ego boost in a good way too but if but for two you can you can you can put that energy back into him and your presence can literally just inspire that person to be like damn like i wonder why he feels like the way he does and why he radiates like that i want i want to become like that i'm going to study people who are like that and then their lives change just from that encounter so like that's a whole nother step above too i had a bad day yesterday okay, okay? and i woke up to a dm from
1: one of my buddies and it said hey bro you have had such an insane glow-up, improvement, whatever. I forgot what he said. Mm-hmm. Since high school, one of the best I've seen. It is so crazy how good you and Ryan are doing, whatever, whatever. And first off, I was like, stop. <laughs> no, first yeah. off, I was like, wow, holy crap. Like, thank you. And then, and, and then I kept reading, and he was like, bro, that shit inspires me. Like, you guys inspired me to start a YouTube yeah. channel. And, I, and that literally got me off the couch, and I was like, let's do it. Let's keep going. Let's Mm -hmm. keep doing this shit, dude. So when you know that you can instill that in people, dude... That it that is so powerful, and I'm glad that we're doing that with you know the few people that listen to this and follow us on social media, and I think we're building a little fan yeah, base. Little bit, you, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. you definitely have a fan base, which is great, and I think inside the RV is getting a little fan mm-hmm. base. Hey, shout out to all our insiders, right? Yeah, here. All the hey, insiders, insider. dude. I, hey, you killed that name. Let's you go. Killed That
0: name. I, it just came to me. <laughs> I, we're inside the RV. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. But yeah, man. No. Shout also, out shout to out to the supporting.
0: writers who uh, who who tapping in this too. They be tapping in, dude, and, and the moors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the jacob clarencers it's so funny because like <laughs> ev- it's so funny anywho it's so funny because <laughs> on all orion's like pictures and videos and stuff and like facebook instagram whatever it is he's got his own little like fan base you know what i'm saying like on instagram you always get these core people who wow. comment and like and drop emojis yeah. and it's grown yeah. like a year ago it was like one person it was like yeah. one fangirl And then we like did the school tour, kept posting whatever. Like on SoundCloud, you got a little fan base. Like on Instagram you got a little fan base. On Facebook, you got a little fan base. And it's all and it's these people who I see their same names every time. And that shit motivates me, dude. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy who DM'd me and anyone else who supports us because we support you. And life is cool, man. When you when you realize that you can reciprocate that energy. Mm. And you can create energy and it's like, hey, Uncle Mo, baby. You give energy to someone, they give it back to you. And that's why it's important. Once again, with your friend group and everything, let that energy just fuel it up, dude. Put gas on that flame. Put gas on that flame and keep being a good person and stop giving a fuck what
0: people think. And positivity attracts more positivity. And negativity also attracts more negativity. So you can choose, like... Now now when I, the, the times I feel good and positive, I start, I start listening to more shit I'm grateful for. I like stack it up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't take it for granted. Cause I used to be like, Oh, like I feel really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that means I'm going to feel really bad pretty soon. So like, I'm, I'm going to get ready for that. Cause it goes in waves or whatever. But it's like, now I'm like, nah, like every time I feel good, mm-hmm. how can I maximize this shit? Cause it's going to attract more good yeah. shit so how long can i keep it up for and yeah. then i realized you can actually do that for a long time but then you let one negative thing kind of spiral you down or whatever mm-hmm. you know so it's like i don't know whenever you start feeling that's here's a little a little tip too that i'm realizing like when you start feeling positive start listing shit you're really grateful for and just start listing all the good shit in your life that you love mm-hmm. and watch like just watch shit change like yeah. you know it's pretty cool hey uncle mo Uncle Mo. <laughs> Keep Uncle Mo on your side, baby. You want some Mo? Couple call, po- <laughs> ca- call
1: Uncle Mo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Inside the RV. This was episode 21. We appreciate it. Hit us up on Instagram at jacxbmore. At Ryan Ramirez's official. Peace out.
0: What's in your mind for you and for Rye? Rye, Rye. I'm trying to decide from the look in your eyes, yeah. yeah. I mean my signs, but your feelings inside you. I'm pushing out my mind and my spirit, bed.